you do a song. I told you to do a song. But I changed. Because I wanted more time. I'm greedy. Don't be looking at me like that. You had six weeks. Eight weeks. Okay. Are we ready? Realistically, I want to talk about faith tonight. I guess you know that. Uh, Whether you realize it or not, faith is a gift from God. And faith is given. Everybody say faith is given. A lot of times I deal with people and people will say to me, they say, well, Bill, I don't have no faith. Well, I gotta, I gotta clue you in. Everybody's got amount of faith. Everybody has faith. Now, the faith may be in the wrong subject, the wrong thing, the wrong issue, the wrong item, but everybody's got some sort of faith. Some faith is very negative. They talk negative. They live negative, and and they they can't get out of it. Well, sometimes you just need to change your speech and what you're declaring is real in your life. Do I sound good? Bad? This is yes, this is no. Okay, this yes, so I sound good. Okay. We're going to keep the pastor back there for a little while then. Um, turn with me to Ephesians, the second chapter, the eighth verse. Faith is given. Everybody say it. Faith is given. It's not something I go out looking for. It's not something I go out together. It's automatically given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what they say in Ephesians 2 8. It says, For by grace you are saved through faith. Everybody say, Through faith. That's how you got saved. And, not, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift from God. Everybody say it's a gift from God. So when you're talking about faith, you've got to understand it's a gift. You either receive the gift or you don't receive the gift. Who's got a gift that they ever returned? Do what? Yeah, have you ever been given a gift that you returned? Pastor, I would have known that he would have had it. Pastor, what is it that you returned? Okay. Did you hear him? I didn't hear him. Romans, the 12th chapter, 13, the third verse says this, God hath dealt to every man a measure of faith. Say it to me. Say it with me. I have a measure of faith. Now, when we're talking about a measure of faith, does that differ? When you talk about measuring faith, a little faith, a lot of faith, how much faith? How much faith do you have? A measure. Ooh, that was good. You studied this, right? How much faith do you have? A measure, a lot, a little. Does your faith vary at times? Are we fixing this thing? Do I sound bad? So how much faith do you got, William? You have a measure of faith. He got that from you. No more talking to you. And then the King James, it says, faith cometh. Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Do you understand, and I'm sure that everybody... Why are you doing this to me? He, he's picking on me. Kelly, would you go take care of faulty equipment? They did this one time before on me. You know that, right? Let me do this again. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. 
by hearing the Sunday morning service that our super pastor delivers the word can and should and will enlarge your faith. Did you hear me? It'll bring the measure of faith that you have. How much faith do you think you have? A lot, a little, middle, just enough? That's not what I asked. I said, well, how much do you think you have? A lot? How do you tell the difference between a lot of faith and little faith? Louder, please. What'd she say? Peace. Did I say that right? Peace. Okay. In other words, if you don't have peace, you have little faith. If you got peace, you have a lot of faith. Maybe. Go ahead. Trusting and believing God's word. Okay. I think back of the story of Moses and the Red Sea and the things that he went through to get the children of Israel to the promised land that he never got to go in himself. But at the same time, the measure of faith seemed to be expanded and contracted. Through his whole journey, Moses, as he spoke and did what God said, it seemed like his faith grew. Do you understand that when you're declaring God's word, your faith intensifies? Did you understand that? William, did you catch that? When you declare God's word as to be the truth, your faith grows. Now, if you don't declare God's word, what does your faith do? It what? Stinks? Shrinks. Okay? So, if I want to grow in my faith, do you want to grow in your faith? You have to make the decision, first of all, I want my faith to intensify. I want my faith to grow. I want more faith than, than I really need because I want to use the faith all that I can. And can you use all your faith up? You sure? You promise. Okay. Then, with your statement, if I can't use it up, then there's more than enough for whatever comes in in my life. Did you understand that? We walk not by sight. We don't live by guessworks. We live by the word of God. If God says that he's given or dealt out a measure of faith, that measure of faith has to be sufficient for Bill Collins in the time that he's living and the things that he's doing. Someone say amen, because that's really good stuff. So if you're allowing the faith to grow in you, it will magnify. But let me tell you something about growing faith. Growing faith will take you to places you've never been before. Is that right, sis? He'll give you appointments that you never thought you would have to go to, but you go to, and God's glory reigns in it. Sound man, you're going to get fired if you don't get me sounding good. You know that, right? I'm just letting you know ahead of time. I think this is just picking on me. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. If there was ever a reason to listen to the word of God when somebody's preaching or teaching, it would be that time, because that's where your faith grows as you receive the word. How do you not receive the word? Ignore it. Give me an example. Louder, please. 
Instead of going to God for your answer, you go to other people, okay? Do you agree with that? Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, you should never have said that sometimes. Because now you're going to have to tell me what sometimes is. How does other people outweigh what God says? Okay, do you agree with her? Okay, okay. So faith, growth, is achievable if we want to grow. The scripture says, call those things which are not as if they are. A lot of times we have to make more faith statements to ourselves than we do to the devil. Do you understand that? There are, some, there are many times that we have to convince ourselves in our faith avenue that we believe and we receive what God's word says. Did you know the Bible tells us that faith pleases God? I had this couple I was dealing with a few nights ago and they was talking about faith and they says really they was just talking about God they says you know I don't know how to make God happy has anybody ever said that to you I pay my tithes I go to church I listen to the preacher but I really down deep inside of me I don't know how to make God happy Now, I don't know if you've ever had anybody like that say those things to you, but I don't know in my many years of serving God, I've had that pleasure of someone saying, I don't know how to make God happy. You know, there was something up here that just didn't click on. Everybody had those click-ons, click-off things. And and then as we talk some more, I, I begin to think, well, you know what makes God happy? It's faith. I believe... Oh, he's going to get it yet. I believe sometimes we have more faith in Fox News, ONA News, News 5, than what thus saith God. So our walk of faith has to be zeroed in of what the Word of God says, and if you're not studying the Word of God, don't expect your faith to grow. That's a good amen phrase right there. Now, if you look, I did some hard artist work in the church for this evening. Look around. Do you understand that you can be circled around with people with faith that will help you win battles? Sister just went through some medical stuff. And if I give her time, she would tell you that it was the faith that she had in her and what other people was planning in her, not so much what the doctors did, but what God was doing on her behalf at the time she was going through this. Say yes, amen. Ooh, I love this crap. Ooh, it's so good. Hebrews 11th chapter, 6th verse says, but without faith it is impossible to please him. Who is the him that the Hebrew writer is talking about? God. Say it, God. Bill, are you saying that it's up to us to please God? Yes, I am. Is it up to us to please the pastor? Careful, careful. I don't hear nothing. I don't hear nothing. You said no, she's shaking her head. 
Pastor, I'm trying to get you points down here, but you're not making me sound good. Okay, let me read this again. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Number one, I got to believe. Did you hear me? If you want to intensify, increase your faith, believe what the word of God is saying. Don't say, well, that's for then, or that's for later on, or it's for the Jews, or it's for this. Many, much of the word of God is for you and me. I either receive it or I don't receive it. How many of you have ever read the word and didn't like it? Amen. Amen. I had an incident with a, I'll just say a pastor. And God said, you need to go to this pastor and tell him he's got to stop doing this, this, and this. And I said, God, I don't want to tell him this, this, or this. And God says, no, you're going to go tell this pastor this, this, this. I said, well, if I tell the pastor this, 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 he's going to get mad at this, this, and this. And he's strong, and he's bigger than me. Now, hear me. I'm talking about real conversations. I'm talking with me talking in my English. I could be talking in tongues, but I was talking directly to God, and we're doing this arguing. Anybody do arguing with God? Do you fight with God? How many's lost? Why? Because he's greater than we are. So as I fought with God over this issue, and it was long, and I said, okay, God, I'll make you a deal. If this pastor will call me, I'll set up a time and meet with him and take him out to lunch. Do you know what happened within the next three hours? Out of nowhere, I got a call from this guy. And he says, hey, Bill, I was just thinking about you. I said, yeah, I was just thinking about you too. He says, you want to go have lunch? I'll buy. I said, no, I'll buy, but I want to have lunch. I wanted to get him full so that he could receive this, this, and this. No, so I could run right faster him. But I'm, I'm being serious about it. Sometimes the faith walk is a tough walk if we allow it to be a walk that we're grudgingly or saying, oh, I don't know about this, I don't know about this. It's not my job to correct him. But God says, it is your job because I gave it to you. Now hear me, church. God will give you jobs that you may not like at first. Somebody needs to say amen. Or you may not like it second. Or you may never like it. But your job is not to like it, but your job is, and I job, my job, our job, are to obey it. Say amen. I'm doing some good preaching here, but I'm not getting much. Pastor, I'm hurrying too. I'm not like that other guy that teaches on Wednesday night. Look what it says. He that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that it is a rewarder. Everybody say rewarder. I don't know why people say this, but I say it. I like it. it. Look what it says. It says, he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. What does that mean to you? He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. What does that mean? William, what does that mean to you? Obedient. Obedient. If you're in the word... He's going to reward you. 
Did you catch that? This is from William. He said it. I didn't tell you. He said it. So if you seek, if I seek, if we seek God diligently, then God says, by you doing that, I'm going to reward you. Hello? Hello? I like rewards. Anybody ever work a job and they said, if you make this quota, I'll give you a bonus? No. I'm not talking to you right now. But what God is saying is, I'll reward you. What kind of rewards can God give you? I love picking on you. Your day will come, though, huh? Uh huh. What kind of rewards will God give you? I, you did good. He can reward you with a whole range. It can be financial. It can be spiritual. It can be physical. It could be a variety of things. If you are diligent enough to seek him, seeking him means do what? How do you seek God? Wait, wait, say it, wait, slow down. They can't catch up with you. Oh, wait, wait. See, there you go, that natural stuff. You look for him how? In the word. In the word. Ooh, I like that. Now give me more. How do you find him in the word? Amen. And that drives you or puts you in a place to receive the benefits. Now, I, I know I'm in Assembly of God Church, and I know that, uh, but I'm still part of the Name It and Claim It clan. Uh, I can't help it. When I read scriptures like this, it says a reward. That's part of Name It and Claiming It. And let's get real here. We serve God because of the benefits. We serve God because we love him. We serve God because he desires us to. He commands us to. But at the same time as we're doing these things, God says, I'm going to reward you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to move in your life. Some of the greatest joys that I've had is when I'll just use that pastor when I had to go to him and talk to him. I didn't want to do it. But you know, when I got there with him and talked to him and God led and God was in the meeting, I prayed with him. He cried and, and he repented. And the relationship wasn't destroyed, but it was increased because of the honesty of the Holy Spirit working. Do not be afraid. He's back again. Do not be afraid to do what God asks you to do. Amen? Back in am I doing okay? Okay. Number two, it's impossible, is it impossible for us to have faith? Is it impossible for us to have faith? Is it impossible for us to have faith? Good. I had to do that three times. Hear me. What that means is, if we, if we can understand it, what it means is, is God and his word says he's given you a measure of faith. So never, never, ever, never, ever, stop, get, get, 
just don't do it. Just say, don't say, let it not come out of your mouth. I don't have faith for that. Person said that to me a few months ago. And I said, but what do you have faith for? Well, you know the little things. Well, the scripture says, be obedient over the small things, and I'll make you, I'll make you, come on, say it. I'll make you rulers over what? Large things. That's God's word. So if I'm going to be obedient to the things of God, then I got to take his word that it's a real thing. So if Bill Collins can be obedient over these small things, then God's going to make me ruler over larger things. Larger things means bigger giants. can be physical things. It can be spiritual things. It can be financial things. Let me tell you a story real quick. Sometime back, we had to move from one place to another place because the place we're at was sold. And I was exactly $200 short from having enough money to move in. Anybody been there? Don't raise your hand because they'll think you're poor. Don't do that. So I got, pray, we prayed and had to have the money the next morning. And a pastor friend of mine from Tulsa, Oklahoma, called me up. He said, Bill, you're going to be home about 7 o'clock tonight? And I said, yes. He said, do you mind if we come down and visit you? He's never been to my house. Only way I knew him was from church camp. And he had a church that the city of Tulsa condemned. And I went up and did electrical work so he could get doors back open. Years before that. So he showed up at my house. He had two small kids. They came in. They sit down. He says, Glad to see you, da-da-da-da-da. We give him a cup of coffee and the kids Coke so they stay awake driving home, you know, all the good stuff. And this is what he did. He says, God told me to come and see you and give you something. And I said, really? He said, yeah. He reached in his pocket. How much money do you think he pulled out? $200. $200. Two $100 bills. And I said, what's this for? He said, I don't know. Just go buy you a McDonald's. I don't care. I'm just doing what God told me to do. I said, do you drove all the way from Tulsa down here to give me this money? I said, well, we got a big house. You want to stay all night? Nope, got to go back. God bless. He was at my house maybe 30 minutes. And I had $200 sent from Tulsa. How did that happen? How did that happen? God takes care of his. Come on, church. If there's something to get excited about, you need to get excited about that. God's provision is never ending. He's always on the job. He's always doing what he's supposed to be doing. This church is going to bust open with newness of God's love and God's power flowing through people like you and me. Come on, church. Say amen. amen. So faith comes. Let me read another one. God, God's word tells us how to obtain faith. So if we don't have it, it's not God's fault. How do you obtain faith? What? What? Seek it. Seek it. I just read that scripture. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing. So how do we intensify our faith? We got to hear God's word. You know who preaches better than our pastor does? The Holy Spirit, one. You know who's number two preaches better in, in my life? Me. When I read the word and I receive the word and I take the word in, I receive more benefits from that than anything else other than the Holy Spirit. And so if that's true for me, it can be true for you. 
You want to grow? You want to be more faithful-minded? You want to see signs and wonders and miracles? Then allow the Word to come in and set in you and settle in you and work in you. Is that what you did in the hospital? I'm kind of picking on you. I love you there. I like you. To blame God for our ignorance is wrong. We no longer have to be dumb bunnies. That was pretty good, huh? You like that? I didn't say dumb people, but dumb bunnies. In other words, there's a reason. If we're lacking faith, sometimes it's very simple. We're not praying enough. We're not reading enough. We're not receiving God's word enough. So if I can get this working in my life, guess what? I grow in faith. And when I grow in faith, I win. More and more and more battles. I mean, you know, you're in a battle. The Bible says Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He tried to do that to you, sister. And we raised up the standard with you in an agreement that we weren't there at the hospital that God was going to be glorified in this. And you're stronger today than you ever was before. I'll pay you later for all the agreement you're doing right now. Okay. What is faith? Two words. What's faith? What's faith? Two words. You lost your two words. Faith? What's faith? Two words. Trust God. What's faith, sister? It's what? It's okay. What's faith, sister? You don't hide from me. I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I see you all. I got all seeing eyes. I'll come back. Sis, what's faith? Okay, he took yours. Don't be taking hers no more. Okay, what's faith? Believe. You only had one word. Trust and believe. What's faith? Oh, I, I like that one better than the rest of yours. Listen to me. It does no good to believe if we're not going to receive. Come on, church. Either this is what God's word, or it's not God's word. Either he said what he said, and he means what he means, and he'd do what he said he'd do. Pastor, you've got to stop doing that to me. I think that's the Holy Ghost. It's not the Holy Ghost. Every time I get a mic in this place. Okay, okay I've got to go on. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Pastor, have you heard the Moffat translation? Yeah, Moffat. You never heard of Moffat? <laughs> no. It's not like Moffat, Oklahoma. It's Moffat, Bible writer. This is what he said. Hebrew 11.1. 1. Now, faith means that we are confident of what we hope for and convinced of what we do not see. That's powerful. Faith is given substance to the things we hope for. You hear me? Faith is given substance to the things we hope for. So my question to you, real quick, what is one thing you hope for? You get a chance again. Oh, you're going to lose it if you don't hurry. You hope for heaven. What do you hope for? You can't take his. you got to use your own stuff. What? Oh, what do you hope for? Healing in our church. 
Why? Ooh, I like that. Back to you again. I, I pick on everybody. What do you hope for? Healing. That's two. The Bible says when two come in agreement, it's so. So you two just came in agreement. We're in agreement. Sis, what do you hope for? What's she saying? Protecting her family. That's already in God's word, but he is that. Bill, what do you hope for? Okay. What do you believe for? For cats, dogs, horses, what? People. There you go. Now, I, I, I'm joking and kidding around. You understand it. But there's some reality here. The Bible says if you ask the miss, you're not going to get it. Say amen. So I need to be very direct of what I'm asking for. I need to be very confident that as I ask and seek God for these things, these things are going to be manifested. The glory of God is so strong in this place. Yes. Yes. Would you give me a water? A water. Sir, what do you hope for? Ooh. Restoration? Huh? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We sometimes joke at things that we shouldn't joke at. This man is serious. Here was it. He wants restoration to the outside of his house, probably because she don't want you bouncing off the, st the platform no more. No, it's not that. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but hear me. God hears you. God knows what the, the desires of your heart. And he, does he tell you to ask because he's not going to do? No, he tells you to ask so you're in agreement of what he's going to do. And he will provide finances to you. Amen. It's called a complete package, isn't that right? Kelly, am I okay? Do I stop or go further? Okay, I'll go further. Thank you. Faith is a title deed. The things we hope for is... The things we have hoped for is at last ours. Thank you. Faith is substance. What is substance? Did you hear that? Excellent. Substance is something that you can grab a hold of, you can handle. Like the restoring of his house, doing some work on the outside of his house. That's something he can touch and feel. Do you know that God is concerned about everything about you? Everything that's going on, house, car, kids, finance, everything. But he's made provision. We have to operate in a level of faith that sometimes we never operated in before. Did you catch that? In other words, maybe you never thought of praying for your house to be restored. Maybe now you've got a new brainwave coming from him over to you that you say, hey, it's okay to pray for my house to be restored? Yes, it is. Do you think God's house is ugly? They don't have running water? 
outside toilets? What do you think about? I think about the splendor of God, the glory of God, the provision of God. But I have to think about that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I can't allow the enemy to take any place in here to say that God won't do it. But my faith says God's more than enough. Am I doing okay? Kelly, are you here? Oh, yeah, you're here. Okay. The pastor's back there sleeping while I'm preaching. I can't believe that. Faith is fed by the word. Did you hear that? You want your faith to grow? Feed it the word. Feed it the word. Somebody say it. I gotta. Say I gotta. I gotta feed myself the word. How much of God's word on a weekly basis are you feeding yourself? As much as you can take. That is a really great no answer. There's a timeline involved here. Daily. How much daily? How much of God? He's doing it again back there. How much of God's word do we need to take in? How much of his word to get provision working in my life? How much provision do I need in my life? How many, how many of my children need to be saved? All of them. You got that one right. So, I need to allow time for me to absorb God's word between me and God, and it will be benefit to me from God because I'll have understanding that I didn't have before. You guys ever say amen? Some of this stuff is really good preaching. This is like Sunday morning stuff, Pastor, except the sound system. Okay. Jeremiah 15, 16 says, Thy words have I were, were found, and I did eat them. Are you chewing on the right thing? Or are you chewing on tobacco? Did I say that? Are you chewing on the right stuff? Or do you got that stuff running out of the corner of your mouth? Ugh, she said. Jeremiah says, I eat them. What happens when you eat good stuff? Say that again. He couldn't hear you. When you eat good stuff, it makes you healthy. When you eat God's word, it makes you healthy. When you digest God's word, when you're taking it into your being, your faith is growing. You even have the yellow faith, and it can be operational. I'll let you have the yellow faith tonight. You can have the yellow faith working in your life. Call it whatever you call it, but faith will grow if you're digesting the word of God. Ooh, no waste product. Well, that would hurt the city of Bonanza because we make more money off of waste than we do anything there. Okay, Job 32 and 12 says this. I have not gone back from the commandments of his lips. I have steamed and treasured up the words of his mouth more than the necessity of food, for food, by food. In other words, Job is saying, God's feeding me, and it's good stuff. Faith for salvation. How do, we get, how do we get faith to be saved? How do you get faith to be saved? How did you get saved? How did you get saved? Did you get saved? Oh. Okay. 
Okay? Do you like that answer? You think it was complete? Okay, go ahead. Absolutely. Both of you ladies are right on. You are right on. Ephesians 2 8 says, For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourself is a gift of God. Romans 10 8 verse. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth, Lord Jesus Christ, and shall believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Whosoever call upon his name shall be saved. That is an antidote. That's the word. That's what we need to be doing on a regular basis to receive the things that God has for us. Regularly confess. Does that mean I've sinned all the time? Only on Tuesday and Wednesday. No. What we're saying is, God, I'm inviting you into this vessel. I want you to rule it. I want you to take over it. I want my faith to grow. I want my love to go. You know, one of the, I think one of the hardest things for people, people who don't like people, have a hard time with Christ. Did you understand that? People who don't like people have a hard time receiving Jesus Christ. Faith for healing. We better go there. Man, that clock. Can we unplug that clock up there, Pastor? can't get nothing out of him tonight. Go to Acts, go with me to the book of Acts. Acts 14 chapter. Fourteen chapter. Eight through ten. I'm going to ask you to read this. Get your glasses. Fourteen chapter, eight through ten. How did Paul know to do this? I can't hear you. The Holy Spirit. Paul was looking at this man. I have this problem. I'm going to just confess it. I'm just going to give it to you, okay? If it means that you pray for me like seven days a week, 24 hours a day, I'll receive that. But I have this problem. When I see anybody that's crippled or in a wheelchair... I want to see them in the church rise up and walk. There is a hunger that is so deep within me for that to happen. That woman we prayed for, I want to see a manifestation of healing to change her life. That's what the church has got to be about. Sound system can be great, the music can be great, all the pictures, everything can be great, but the end result is we've got to see people's lives changed. And it's only coming when we, by faith, come together 
in agreement over something that we're going to see God move. Did you ever think it was kind of strange that at times Jesus stopped some of his disciples? He said, you stay here. I'm going to take you in here. You got to say it louder. He, he don't hear. Say it one more time, please. He knew who had his faith. Let me tell you something, church. I'm telling you too much. There are people in this world that I don't want them to touch me. Went to, remember the singer Dottie Rambo? I went to a a concert that she was given after she got sick. And we had this place that we went to the back room and the pastors got to spend time and talk and stuff with her. And she said something very powerful at that meeting. She says, there are people that was sent by Satan to destroy me. She says, I don't allow just anybody to put their hands on me. Now, when you're putting your hands on somebody, you're, you're investing yourself or what's in you on them. Are you? Ooh, beautiful. Absolutely. Does that, say, does that say we shouldn't allow people to pray for us? No, I'm not saying it at all. But I'm saying if you're learning and you're walking in the spirit of God and his wisdom, then you know who to and who not to. Is it okay? A little further? William, can I go further? Can I go more? Oh, thank you. The man was not healed by Paul's faith, but by his own faith. Paul preached the word of God, faith cometh by hearing. When the word of God is preached, when our pastor preaches on healing or whatever he may preach on, that should be manifesting in our body immediately. Come on, church. If we raise up no standard against him, we're not using our faith. And the way you use your faith is you stand in agreement with what the word said. And when when you stand in agreement with what the word says, then what the word says will be manifested. Does that make sense? Did you understand that? Bill, did you understand that? So you coming in agreement with other believers manifests miracles, signs, and wonders. We want this church to grow. To grow this church, we're going to have to have some signs and wonders, church. We're going to have to have some miracles take place. We're going to have to have some healing and some deliverance. We're going to have to have those filled with Satan. Fury in their brain, come here and get healed. Are you listening to me? We've got to move forward with our faith, like this faith is around you, and use it the way God said to use it. Call those things are which not as if they are. Say to sickness, sickness, you have to leave. You without strength. You that have physical, spiritual suffering going on, God wants to strengthen you. And we're in agreement with what he wants to do. Glory to God. Man, I hate that clock. Don't you hate that clock? Glory to God. The man heard the word and faith was created in his heart. God's word is a source of faith and power. Say, God's word, source, faith, and power. I like that word power. Romans 1, 6. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe, to the Jews first, and also to the Gentiles, or the Greeks, I'm sorry. 
That means we get it. We get it. <laughs> the Jews got it first, but we got it. My question is, what do we got? I can't hear whoever's talking. All that he's got, he being, okay? Then we have that. Is that what you're saying? It's available. Okay. So how do we use it? However he tells you to. How are you going to find, what he, how are you going to find out what he tells you to? Does he still speak in a small voice? Yeah, absolutely. I can't hear you. Sometimes a loud voice. So healing's available. Amen. Salvation, deliverance, safety, healing, and sound mind. Acts 8, chapter 5, verse. Miracle comes as a result of the things that Philip preached. When we're preaching God's word, then we, should expect, then we should expect miracles to be manifested. Come on. I'm just going to talk to you. I'm not going to talk to them no more. When we, you gonna, are you going to get in this now? To, you want in this now? Did she really say it? Yeah. Okay, you two get it. The rest of them don't get it. So if we're receiving God's word as a body, and through that, just as Philip preached the word, healing took place. Should that not be something that we expect to happen regularly? Yes. Why? You agree or disagree? You said something while ago, now you gotta get with it. Put up. Put out. Say something. I wanted to go back to Romans one. Okay, do it. Ooh, I like that. Is there any more there? Okay, read that one more time, because he needs to hear it again. Okay. It, I'll just, it says, I refuse to be ashamed of the wonderful message of God's liberating power unleashed in us. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like this. I should just let you guys preach this. Greater power wants to use us to flow out there to a hurting, sick world. And guess what? God's love is even for the Democrats, the Republicans, and the ones that don't vote for anything. The reality is God loves us. Why? 
do you think that all people don't get healed when we do things according to the word? He didn't hear you again. Doubt. Okay? What do you think? They just don't believe it's possible. Lack of faith. Wow, this lady, she's got it. Now, you know what? Oh, so good. Here, you're going to get this one I hear. Okay. Lack of faith. So, if I'm hit with a moment, an hour, a day, a week, with a lack of faith, how can I overcome that lack of faith? Or am I, is it doomed for me to have it for the rest of my life? Talk to me. Absolutely. How big is he today? Okay. Do, are, are you understanding what I'm attempting to get to you? We come in agreement. We allow the faith in the word of God to manifest and do what it's intended to do. And if doubt comes in, then I've got something. It's my responsibility, mine, mine responsibility to counteract that with the word of God. I don't have to receive things that are not of God. I don't have to receive lies. I don't have to receive stuff that's ungodly. Come on, church. You are required to raise up a standard. You raise it up through prayer, through praise, through worship, through the word of God, and the enemy has to resist the devil, and he'll do what? He'll what? Flee means he literally runs at high speed away. But if you don't raise up that standard, if you don't resist him, he'll come in, the Bible says, like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He has no right to devour you or your family. He has no right to devour this church. He has no right to devour our money. He has no rights. Are you hearing me, church? We have to lose our faith, use our faith to raise up a standard and come in agreement against what the enemy would want to do. Absolute. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, that was worth you coming tonight. You did good. In fact, you, you probably have, you, you need two of these faith deals. I mean, I want to reward people, right? I like the part. You have to give him permission. If he, if the Satan is raging war against your house, your family. Do something. Exercise your faith. Come to church and say, my family is under attack and I need somebody to stand with me. This is a big guy. And he's big on faith. He'll stand with you. 
Are you listening to me? You have not because you... And if you're not going to willing to ask, it must not be important to you. Are you catching this? Faith is so vital, 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 so important. And it's all around us. It's all around. There's people in our church that has faith, but they're not using it. Bill. Now, you've got to hear this. When did you get saved? Okay. dumb there, but that's okay. Now, this is within the last year. This is, this is not 100 years back, and he'll tell me stories about things like that, and it just bores me. But I tell you, when he begins to tell you about the goodness of God, how he's put the family back together, how he hadn't seen his son in 22 years and had his son at his house this weekend. Are you listening to me? Nothing is impossible with God. Sis. How do I address it? Is that for you? Anybody got any answers? Okay, go, sis. Okay. 